I'll edit this out. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're going in. All right. We are live from the center of the earth. Tonight, I've got a good friend coming on. Most of you will know who he is from Twitter. Uh, some background. He's, he slid into my DMs a few months ago to flex on my pistol caliber carbine I had just posted and I was very proud of. And quite frankly, it's just been downhill from there. Uh, th th this man is a dangerous paradox, equally likely to kick in your door, but not to cause bodily harm. He just wants to tickle your feet while you sleep. His guns are probably worth more than your house. A decorated commander in the Great Possum War of 2021. Please welcome my friend to the trap house. His name is Brink. What's going on, dog? Hey, bro. What's up? I'm just, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just chilling here. We, uh, thank, thanks for hopping on in such short notice. I know we've been bullshitting back and forth for about a month now to get you on the show, uh, but yeah, we, we, we were just talking on Twitter, and I was like, "What are you doing tonight?" And yeah, like, I'm free. <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, I'm down to fuck. You know. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, uh, yeah, thanks again for hopping on such short notice. Um, we're we're gonna have a lot of fun here, man. This is this is gonna be good. Uh, we we've got very similar uh, senses of humor. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, for folks just joining, uh, usually how this works is I um, commission a series of questions from Twitter and I ask them to our guests. Uh, and kind of just use that as a framework to kind of improv off of and uh, let the conversation go wherever it may. So I've got quite a few questions from interested folks on Twitter. And by far, the most in-demand question has to do with the great possum war that has kicked off in the last few weeks, man. So I got to ask you, man, what's going on with the possum war? Uh, what, what do the people need to know? Uh, what, what's the deal? What's the deal? All right. Well, I don't think you're ready for this, but I got something a little ready for you. All right. Plato once said that only the dead see the end of war. So fret not, Demp, because soon this will all be over and I will send you to Valhalla. You see, I exist only to destroy. Blood and valor is in the mountain for me to climb and I'm at that peak. Demp, you were my brother once, my friend, but I bleed green. This is what I am. I regret the path you and your cohorts have chosen to walk. For it leads only to destruction. I call upon my brothers, Terry, Red, Nick, to join me in the battlefield once the ceasefire ends. For we, the four horsemen of the possum apocalypse, will ride across the sky, throwing lightning bolts down upon all small cargo shorts wearing southerners <laughs> who transgress upon the Green Brotherhood. For this is the way. So for those of you that are listening to this, who feel connected, who feel the green lightning coursing through your veins, I say you must join the fight of our brother against brother. The reckless murder and oppression of the marsupial community must end now. The reign of terror brought upon the possums of the south by the dreaded possum bookie and bandit king must end. Brothers and sisters, join us in this fight. For those who fear, fall, fear not, for Elysian fields await you arrival. We fight for hope. We fight for honor. We fight for each other. All for one and one for all. So join us, the four horsemen of the possum apocalypse. Ride with the devil. Ride with us. Ride with us. Stay a possum. We bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for you, buddy. Oh my God. 
I'm I'm moved. I'm moved deep in my soul. And and I I was one of those people who cast the better for uh for Dem. <laughs> I'm also not gonna lie, Doug. Uh, my YouTube channel is probably gonna get taken down uh, with the energy from that and what you're wearing here. They're gonna be like, "Did he have someone from ISIS on his show? <laughs> Why is he talking about possums?" <laughs> Hey, hey, Ooh, dude, so like the possums, they protect our balls, man. And just because they're ugly, they want to shoot them. A good friend of mine, Sam, once told me, I had a bunch of ugly soldiers, but they did good things. And I didn't shoot them just because they were ugly. Don't shoot a possum just because it's ugly. Think about the balls, man. Think about the balls for the children. <laughs> Wait, how, how do possums protect your balls, dog? <laughs> Okay, so there's these little tiny ticks, right? And these ticks, you know, they're a scourge across America. Oh, okay. And, you know, and have you ever had a tick where you had to, like, take that 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 booger out, man? You know, you got to do that right because otherwise, like, when you rip off the back the wrong way, the head is still burrowed in. But you can imagine a tick on your balls and trying to pull a tick off your balls. So if you let the possums eat the ticks, you don't have to worry about ticks getting near your balls. In fact, one of my buddies, uh, one of my buddies from seventh group, he told me an amazing story. He uh, he once got a tick on his butthole, dude. Like, <laughs> no joke, on his butthole. He was like, you know, down down in, you know, the the south someplace in an unmentioned region, and he had to have his uh, he had to have his his senior delta, you know, check out his butthole and take out a tick from his butthole, dude. You imagine like how that must have felt something digging around in your butthole. Well, actually you probably know all about that, but anyways, dog, like I, I think you're selling me for the other team. <laughs> oh man. So, so wait, how did this whole thing start? So I I've shot possums before. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. Ho ass possum. <laughs> Uh, how, how did this start? I ca- I came to the fight late. Like I just saw a bunch of shit with possums, Demp, Terry, you, Grandpa, and um, I just jumped in. I was like, "Oh, I've got some thermal footage of me shooting a possum with a 450." <laughs> bro, to be honest, um, I don't even know how it started. I just know like uh, one one day I was at work and I just picked up my phone and opened up the the Twitter, the Twitter, as Braxton likes to call it, and. Uh, you know, like I saw, I saw Demp said something about possums and I was like, oh, it's just Demp being Demp, you know, being the coon ass. But then I saw Terry have something against Demp shooting possums or something like that. And I was like, whoa, whoa, team daddy says this is bad. <laughs> team daddy says this is bad. You know, you go with team daddy, you know, team daddy, team daddy, Terry, man. He's like, he's the God of drip. You know, speaking of which, uh, that reminds me. So Clay Martin was the first guest on my podcast. And uh, my last question to him was, who should come on next? And he, he he nominated Terry. I'll be honest, I'm a little scared to ask him to come on the show. So Terry, uh, if you're be, watching. <laughs> don't be scared. Don't be scared. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, I'm no, not scared. Like, Terry, Terry, do it for the people. Do it for the people. Do it win for the over, possums. Win over more people for the possum war. Do it for the people. <laughs> oh man, no, I know Terry's a great guy. I'm not. I'm not actually scared. Um, I'm, I'm scared well, of you, falling. You in, I'm scared be. of falling in love with. No, him. you should be scared of him because you're on the wrong side of this war. <laughs> oh man. 
All right, so enough enough of the possum apocalypse. Let's uh let's move on and see what these folks from Twitter. So I didn't get a chance to write these down, so we're going to kind of do this on the fly. Wow, there's a lot of comments on here. Hang on, we refresh. All right, we're going to skip that one. When we address the possum question. Uh, why do you hate cargo shorts so much? That one's coming from Midwest Toad. All right, no, it's not just from him. Like I know all <laughs> all these boomer fuds love their cargo pants, right? Guys, come on, like for real, grow up. You know, like a grown ass man should not be wearing cargo shorts. Grown ass man should be wearing shorts that fit them. You know, thighs skies out, thighs out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get yourself some, some cut-off jean shorts. shorts. No, get yourself a good pair of shorts. You know, get yourself, you know, you know, you got to get the... Oh, fuck! You know, <laughs> get yourself some nice shorts that a nice man should wear, right? And, you know, you don't need all the cargo space when you're out doing just nothing, right? It's, I get it. If you're working, if you're working or you're deployed and you cut off some shorts, whatever, you know, like... Those pockets have a purpose. But when you're going to Walmart, you don't need those pockets. And everyone's like, where do I put my tourniquet? Where do I put my my effect? Where do I put my gun? It's like, all right, you can get inside the waist belt, you know, holsters. You can still put shit on your belt. Or, you know, you could do what I do. And I got this lovely tactical fanny pack. Ooh. And check what I got inside there. Soul attack? Oh, yeah. Now, nice. boom. You know, so there's no excuse for a grown ass man to be wearing cargo shorts. Like, what else are you gonna be? You gonna ride up to my house to come raid me, driving yourself a, a three wheel big tyke and power slide in my driveway? <laughs> three wheel big tyke. Now, how about this? How about this? What about if there? So when I when I think of cargo shorts, I think of like the American Eagle, uh, like oh. thick, thick shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, that's bro, what I think. Of. Like, dude, back in 1999, I wore those. In 1999, and you know, when I got laid. Yeah, you know, like you know. But the thing is, is like, dude, like that's like when Jinko jeans were cool too, man. Like, are you gonna wear jeans that are like 50 feet wide? Like. <sighs> Like, are you going to start putting chains in your wallet? <laughs> Shopping at Hot Topic again. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you, dude. You, I'm, I'm, sold. I'm sold on the fuck the cargo shorts thing. Um, yeah. Now, is, is there any – so anything – is a cargo short anything that just has pockets besides the quick access no. pockets? So, like, okay. so the thing is, is like you can even have some hidden pockets if you need extra pockets. It's just cargo shorts just look frumpy, dude. They just yeah. look grumpy, you know? It's like when you're wearing those, the majority of the dudes that are wearing those are, like, let's be honest. It's a bunch of dudes that got out of the Army like two years ago, but yet put on weight to look like they got out of the Army 15 years ago, you know? <laughs> just sitting there, you know, like, you know, thank me for my service hat on. You know, like, it's just like, dude, you look like a fucking nerd, man. What it's about like, – uh, all right, so let me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to poke holes in this. I'm with you. I'm with you. But what about car? What about cargo pants? Do you feel no, differently about oh, this? Oh no, no. Unless you are working, you know, like unless you have work that you know you need cargo pants. Like you know, you're in construction. You're into you know like 
you know, doing some like manual labor or you like work for the ATF and you want to shoot citizen hushes dogs. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like you need those extra pockets and I get it. But like when you're just like going to, the, you know, like going to Publix to go get yourself a wonderful sub, you know, like you don't need those extra pockets. You just look like a nerd, man. All right. All right. We uh, For all those listening, all 98,000 Twitter followers and 2,000 something YouTube subscribers, cargo pants and cargo shorts are haram. They are not official what, trap house sanctioned wear. I'm glad it could help. Dude, you wildin'. <laughs> like, honestly, honestly, it's, it. like, it's like it's, it's all that goon eye for the boot guy, dude. You know, I, I got to help you guys out. You know, get yourself some good drip. You know, like get yourself, a, you know, a nice RBS, like, you know, wooby hoodie. You know, it's, it's get yourself some, some chubby shorts. You know, like you got your nice, you know, you got a nice Cabela hat. You know, like it's not hard, man. Quit looking like a homeschooler, man. <laughs> oh man jeez all right so speaking of drip you, you, you you've been you've been known for being the drip god of goon twitter if if you had if you had uh to to goon eye for the whatever the phrase you used that was much funnier than when you said it <laughs> goon, eye, goon eye for the boot guy there you go there you go Let's say let's say you, you had to take a ba- a basic bitch dude who had a hundred fifty dollar budget. How how would you uh, how would you outfit him? Oh, uh, so what I would love to do with Julio is so like if you want to talk like a basic bitch, you know, like so Julio Rosas, you know, our our our, our uh, grunt style wearing you know journalist friend, burn all <laughs> burn all the grunt style, dude. Just throw it all away, throw it all away. You know, get some pants that fit you. Like I'm not saying wear skinny jeans. I'm not, like don't wear skinny jeans. In fact, don't look like little T-Rex arms over here. But no, like like get jeans. You know, get pants that fit you, man. Um, get T-shirts. You want to get like a like a cotton like poly blend type thing, so that when you're sweating, it doesn't chafe your nipples because you don't want to have your nipples bleeding when you're out there. You know, when you're out there shooting Abu bad guy in the face. You and, know, and, ki- and kicking blue barrels. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, Kicking blue barrels with bloody nipples is no bueno, man. Um, like, bro, like, you know, like there's so many different pants. So you can get cool. You can get Prana. You can get like even REI. Um, even 5'11 has certain pants that don't look all super FUD. Um, but if you want to look like Tim Kennedy and just get some pants that make your ass look twice as big as it normally is, don't do that. That just looks nerdy too. Um, you know, T-shirts, uh, belts, you know, get yourself a good – you know, a good duty belt. Um, you know, Axon Briss makes a wonderful duty belt. Um, I'm just throwing that out there for those. I will, I will be placing my order next week. Um, uh, for my everyday carry belt, you know, I have a core belt, um, you know, K-O-R-E, just because, like, it has, like, the ratch system and it keeps all my shit up. Uh, you know, jackets, you know, you can go so many different types of jackets. You know, whatever feels comfortable, just make sure it fits good. Don't look, make it look like you're trying to wear – either your dad's clothing when you were like 12 or also don't make it try to look like you're putting on your class A's, you know, 15 years down the line when they obviously don't fit anymore. You know, like 
So what what about those Magellan fishing? Uh, actually, Magellan. I don't know if they have uh, Academy out where you're at, but Magellan is like the store brand, uh, big ass baggy uh, fishing oh, no, shirts. Yeah. yeah, they have Academy where I'm at. I just don't go there because I'm not poor. Ah! <laughs> oh man! All right, so. We, we, we have learned quite a bit now. We've, we've learned the other side of the possum war. We've learned how to dress and not look like a tactical Abercrombie from 511. Now, the other thing, what, what, what's missing? What, 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 what kind of cars are approved drip? How, now that you're dressed, how do you get from point A to point B in style? honestly i cars whatever car you want to drive bro as long as like you didn't you know do the private special and get something at 25 percent interest yeah. <laughs> like you know like like dude i've been driving the same car since 2010 that you know like i paid off with TDI, tdy money you know like right away um and i'm just gonna keep on driving that uh, but i also have other vehicles that are provided for me that i don't you know, I don't have to pay for gas or any of that stuff for that one. But, you know, it's honestly, you know, like if you want a truck, drive a truck. If you want a car, drive a car. Like, you know, just don't buy a chick car. That that makes me feel better because my ride is a tricycle, like you mentioned earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really have like one of those motorcycle tricycle things? No, are you, I, are I, you a, I, no. Are you a shiner? Am I going to see you in parades? Am I going to see you in parades with like the little like shiner hat and doing like the little tricks on your tricycle and then like throwing candy at little kids? No, I, I failed the licensing exam. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, dog. I I, I can't read or write. <laughs> uh, well, maybe if you opened your eyes, you'd be able to. Oh man! Oh, ni- nicely done, but that that's friendly fire, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, why i can make those jokes ror right Raphael yes sir yes sir yeah. <laughs> all right next question are you you're, are you a believer in bigfoot so i just had braxton on and he was just shitting all over sasquatch shit are, are you a sasquatch believer um i'm sasquatch as agnostic Okay, so you're not Sasquatch positive. Like, like, so, like, yeah, like I'm not Sasquatch positive, but I'm also not Sasquatch negative. You know, like for me is, is like there is a lot in the world that we don't know, and we can't really explain, and we haven't, we haven't touched 100 percent of the world yet. You know, like believe me, I'd love to touch 100 percent of the world, but <laughs> I just haven't yet. Um, you know, like there could be some Sasquatch, but also it could just be hoax by some nerds that are getting their rocks off doing nerd shit. I don't know. Yeah, just, just that should be the next calling card. Just be like, yeah, hey, you want to you want to go into the woods and do some Sasquatch shit, dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, we touched you and me have been talking about this for a couple of weeks now, and you, you've been pretty public about it, too, but. Couple, couple other folks want to know, and th- this is actually really interesting to me because I don't drink. But uh, so you, you quit drinking a couple weeks ago. A, how's that been going? And B, what, what was kind of the impetus? Like, what made you decide to give up the sauce? Yeah, so um, I quit drinking this Friday. Will be eight weeks. Um, Good thanks, and honestly, man. yeah, thanks, man. It's um, I've had a problem with alcohol that I just refused to admit 
to having a problem. Um, like nine times out of 10, I drink just fine, you know, and then it'd be that 10th time where I'm like getting blackout or brownout drunk and I do stupid, stupid things, you know, like, um, I am that guy that will go streak into the quad, you know, like I am that guy that like, you know, like I just disappear sometimes, man. Like, it's kind of scary. Like I just go adventuring and go running like with no shoes on in the middle of big cities and then come to, you know, like, where am I? You know, just like, how did I get here? And you've got ticks and you've got ticks on your balls. (laughs) Well, no, because the possums protect me. The possums protect me. You know, the Lord willing, the possums protect me. But, you know, like, and so, um, I've been feeling great, man. Um, like, so I never really got hung over. Uh, and then also, I don't know about you. I've, I've never really struggled with a uh, Asian flush either. Nah. Um, you know, I've had friends that they definitely get it. Uh, however, you know, for me, different types of al- alcohol, different, diff- you know, affect me differently than other kinds. But, you know, it's like, for me, it's having full capacity over everything again. Um, not having a vice over me and then just being there and present for my family too, you know, which is a huge thing for me. Um, you know, cause I don't want to, I don't want to burn down bridges that shouldn't be burnt down with, through my actions, you know, like, and there's no excuse if you're drunk, you know, and then, um, shout out to, uh, uh, Eddie McClintock. Um, he's a really good buddy of mine and he's been sober for over 20 years and he's been helping guiding me through this whole, this whole journey. Um, and then for me, it's been a lot with like my faith and then support for my, uh, my family, you know? So, um, yeah. Um, also, uh, all the money that I spend on alcohol is now going towards guns. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome to be here, dude. I'm, I'm really proud of you. Like that's, uh, that's, that's a really, really solid accomplishment. Um, I, I quit drinking, uh, eight years ago. I mean, quit, I use the term quit drinking loosely. Like I'll drink with my family once in a while, like on holidays or my brother's wedding. But I, I cut out drinking with other people and by myself uh, about eight years ago. And I'll be honest, dude. And you kind of alluded to this, like not drinking. Like that's like playing life with cheat codes. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I've got, I'm always juggling like a million different projects. And people are like, "Yo, how do you do so much?" And I'm like, "Dog, because I'm not out getting drunk every weekend." <laughs> yeah, dude, that, that's awesome, man. Uh, keep it up, man. Um, let's see, what else we got on the Twitter? Uh, let's see, car- a lot about cargo shorts. <laughs> <laughs> a lot about cargo shorts. Oh, okay, yeah, this is something we were talking about earlier tonight. Um, so from a civilian standpoint, like what's uh, a short aside from like getting training and shit, like, and let's say like you're a decent shot, like stationary, you do a couple competitions here and there, whatnot, but you want to go deeper. What, what What's the best advice you got for uh, a civilian who wants to kind of explore, ex- explore the, uh, the nether regions of uh, what's possible uh, uh, without enlisting? Uh, yeah. So, um, honestly is it's not even necessary. Like it's, it's, it's looking at it through a certain lens to me is, um, number one, be humble, you know, like 
no matter what range you go to, no matter where you go, even on the internet, there's experts all over the place and they're telling you their expert opinion. You know, don't sit there and just shoot it down right away, you know, because there's a thousand ways to skin a cat, honestly. Like my favorite happens to be naked. But anyways, so like you know, like the thing is, is like, honestly too, is like, you're going to get advice from people and like, and people that are legit good at what they do. And then also you're going to get advice from people that, you know, to just sound like fucking idiots, but sometimes there are gems in there. What you got to do is you got to take that information and just put it on the shelf, put everything on the shelf, right. And find what works for you, what fits for you. Right. You know, cause like, you know, you could have certain people that, you know, have, this is what they do for their living. And you know, they get caught up on like what they were taught 20 years ago, you know, but the thing is, is like whether it's CQB or whether even like, you know, shooting pistols is things change and even like technology changes and, you know, like different grips, different, you know, different this, this and that and that, you know, like you just got to be able to adapt to like new things. And remember, like there is no one all be all right. Um, for me, like just repetition getting you know rounds down the range period like you know it's right now it's kind of hard because yeah. ammo costs way too much money you know but you know like within you know like you know try to shoot as many rounds as you can and also have fun with it like that's the number one thing for me is have fun with it with whoever you're shooting with don't make it a chore even if like you're doing drills, even if you're trying to get better, like be competitive, man, you know, like have your best buddy, like, you know, sitting next to you and be like, bro, like, like you shoot like a bitch, you know, <laughs> and, you, know it's like, you know, like, and like be competitive with each other, you know, like, you know, like, and then also know where your strengths lie. Think we, yo, Brink. Yeah. Oh, uh, you froze up for a second. There we go. I got you back. Sweet. But yeah, yeah. you know. Key, key takeaway: Don't shoot like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, that that was timely too uh, because I posted. I think it was yesterday. I posted a bunch of videos of me like because I came to the realization. I was like, I, I was decent like a year ago before the ammo situation got worse, and like doing all this shit on YouTube, Guns America, and all that stuff, and trying to score internet points and whatnot. I was like, I went out and I started running a course of fire. I was like, man, I suck. <laughs> like what happened and so i started like going back to like just doing some really basic stuff going really slow like walking and shooting slow and then this boomer like retweets me like i explicitly called out like i'm going slow intentionally because i'm trying to relearn this and he's like yeah if you did that in a firefight you'd be dead i was like dog no, yeah. <laughs> like, like dude like thing is too is like master the basics right you know master the basics don't sit there and try to like you know, like T-Rex arms and like just doing just super cringe shit just to do super cringe shit, you know, like, Hey, you may shoot like amazing in like, in a, like a, you know, like a, a static range where you're just, it's like, Oh, I make one step to the right. Every time I shoot pew pew, you know, it's just like, but now like do a, like do a kinetic range, you know, like where you have to move, do a kinetic range where you have to move. And then also you have to do transitions, you know? Like when you have people sitting there like on the internet, like, oh, transitions are stupid, you know, just get the, uh, you know, get your AR back in the fight. It's like, yeah, I agree. Get your AR back in the fight. But however, sometimes you can't get that AR back in the fight and you need to get the other pew in the rifle, you know, get that heat on, you know, put some hate down range. 
So, hell yeah, hell yeah, man, yeah, he's, he's giving me a war boner right now just talking about it, man. <laughs> so for for those uh, for those who are tuning in and don't know who T Rex Arms is, you want to you want to you want to do the honors and give them a too long didn't read on who uh, who uh, Lucas is. Uh, sure, it's um, it's your nerdy little brother's friend that found a gun in his grandpa's basement and decided to wear skinny jeans and wear listen to Skrillex all night. And all of a sudden now he's a professional like like shooter and knows tactics and everything. And he loves to hop out of, uh, you know, like the, oh yeah, you know, like how to hop out of cars. It's like, hey, I'm going to get out the driver's door beside that, you know, the enemy is supposedly at. And then I just randomly have a 240 sitting in my back seat. You know, it's, you know, fun <laughs> shit like that. And then also I like to walk slowly up to people and shoot at the ground, you know, while Sicario music's playing. Oh yeah, I saw that one. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 bro, like that's. I mean, like, sure. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to be too harsh, but like, let him go do it because natural selection will take its toll. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's something that, so like, I, I started a YouTube channel about a year ago. And probably the best thing that came out of that is I stopped watching other gun YouTube channels. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Cool. Let's see. Uh, we've got. Let me refresh real quick. Sorry for not being pre- better prepared. Uh, all right. So we got one from Cowboy Gan Ganowitz, uh, a.k.a. Pens and Lens 1. Quasi-serious question. At what point should the American people cast off their chains? And if you're not comfortable answering that, uh, I can just edit that question out. Um, what point should they cast off their chains? Mm-hmm. Uh- Yeah, I probably shouldn't answer this one. That's, I probably should edit yeah. this one out. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take this one out. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, I definitely have thoughts on that, but that's not something I can go uh, <laughs> on the record with. Yeah. The record with. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I'll, I'll, I'll cut that one out. Let me uh, put a marker here at 30 minutes. Okay, so 30 minutes is where I'm going to cut that out. All right, let's see. All right, next question. Greg, a.k.a. The Real Greg D. He wants to know. When is Brink going to stop being a pussy and start liking Nickelback and Creed? All right, Greg, you already know the answer to this. It's not going to happen, first of all. First of all, Nickelback is the worst thing to ever happen in the music industry because you can take all of their songs and then make a super mashup just to make one song because they all sound the same. Legit uh, people have done that too. <laughs> Creed, on the other hand, I admitted a long time ago that – Back in 1999, when I was in high school, or like, yeah, I was in eighth grade at that time, I liked Creed. I also wore cargo shorts. I also wore Jinko jeans. And sometimes you grow up because you realize that certain things just shouldn't be done in life. Okay? You shouldn't be wearing socks with your sandals, Greg. Oh, God. That's that. That's like one of my pet peeves. People will wear like sliders with like tube yeah. socks on oh, yeah. and out in public even. Oh. Yeah. Dude, the only time it's okay to wear socks with sandals is if you're wearing Birkenstocks and you got wool socks on and you're going Birkenstocks. Them JC Cruisers, baby. Yeah. There you go. JC Cruisers. All the way. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, let's see. I don't, this one, this one sounds like an inside joke that I'm not privy to, but uh, Etherm, aka Eric Eridi, Eridi, or I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, when is the volleyball tournament? No, I haven't forgotten. Oh, um, shit. No, that was on Twitter a while ago. Um, I asked who would be interested in seeing a volleyball tournament with uh, myself, Terry, um, Nick, and Red playing against each other on a beach shirtless. Um, it got a pretty pretty good positive reaction, obviously. Um, the, uh, the, the date is pending um, the outcomes of the Possum Wars. So the more support we get on the Possum side – uh, the faster this can happen. <laughs> oh man. I feel like the possible, like the, the entire fabric of the cosmos is hinging on the outcome of this possum war. Um, I, I, I have chosen my side. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> I wasn't able, I wasn't able to touch you good enough yet. I'm really good. With my, oh, no. <laughs> my, my, my loyalty lies with depth. My, my fellow Southerner. <laughs> um it was close though it was close it was close um all right and then my last question so this is an ongoing theme you know pickle right oh yeah i definitely know pickle um great guy great i don't guy. know if you know this but pickle and i grew up in the same neighborhood and we have a we have legit mutuals oh okay nice nice no i didn't know that i didn't yeah. know that um yeah. so i do know that the lisp is real yeah <laughs> Y'all heard it here first. <laughs> Objective third-party validation that Pickle does in fact have a lisp. I, I pulled. That's the real reason Briggs on here, a childhood friend, to verify my claims that he has a lisp. <laughs> oh man! So what? What are the things that uh, probably is kind of a recurring joke on my podcast now is I am getting literally everybody, including, um, let's say what, what's, what's her name? That rapper, the trash rapper. Uh, hang on. I'll Google her. Aren't they bit. all trash rappers? <laughs> no. What's her name? Um, uh, Cardi B. No, no. Iggy Azalea. Oh, so, oh yeah. I will have Iggy Azalea on my podcast before I will have Pickle on my podcast. So the the joke is to just keep getting people on and we're just going to talk about Pickle and not give him an outlet. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, <laughs> what do you want to talk about Pickle? Like, yeah, well, yeah, we could talk about how all like, dude, the guy, there's not a fucking hill he won't die on. Yep. Like you could be like sitting there like, oh, I like bread and to be like you fucking moron why do you like bread are you a fucking communist oh my gosh oh oh and then he sucks his own pickle oh, oh, oh. you know it's just like and then he gets himself banned and he's like bro i got i got banned again i don't know how how did i get banned it's just like bro like just, just stop like just what did what did, what did that poor ninety year old woman do? All she did was say she liked bread, man. Yeah. And then he takes a bite of his sandwich. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's like he's like oh, Wonder Bread, bro. Oh, I got it at Walmart with my cargo shorts on. Oh. 
Wait, oh, actually, actually, my bad. I'm doing the wrong impression. of Wonder Bro, bit. Yeah, guys, it's so, so special. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was actually a better impression than my own. Yeah, like, when I met Pickle in person, like... I first of all, like I have this mental image of this dude, like short, stout, whatever. Um, this dude is just he's he's like really short and stout, like his legs are really short, but his body and his arms are really long. So like he like from a distance, he looks like he might be six foot four. But when you get up close, you're just like, who's what is this angry Oompa Loompa? And why is he yelling it? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, he and why's like- he got a lisp? <laughs> He looks like a monkey with a lisp, you know. And like the thing is too is like you can't really hold it against him too much because the guy did choose calf, you know. Like you know, there's obviously you know certain synapses aren't really meeting up here. So you know, it's like right now I kind of feel guilty because we're like it's like we're making fun of the kids on the short bus. But <laughs> all right, pickle. Which he in well, fact did ride the short bus to school because I saw him when I would, you know, be driving to school. So <laughs> when I'd be driving to school <laughs> in my tricycle. <laughs> yeah, my big wheel. My big wheel. There you go. Power's oh fine. man, pickle. One day we'll have you on the show, but this year is not going to be your year, though. Oh, man. All right, Brink. Thanks so much for coming on, dog. Uh, as always, laugh my ass off. It's always a pleasure talking to you, man. Uh, yeah, man. Let, let, uh, let, if the people, so the folks, there's not a ton of overlap between my YouTube folks and my Twitter folks. So if the people on YouTube want to find you, where can they find you, dog? Uh, on Twitter at Brinkaville. All right, cool. Brink, thank you again, sir. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. All right. See ya. All right, let me...